RadioInfluence.com. I guess I should be ready when when you cut the mic on and say that we're we're here, right? It's DJ Eakin, man, the Hip Hop Study Hall podcast. Back in your ears again. Shouts out to Radio Influence as we are officially here. Look, man, um, I keep thinking every week, Jason, that that maybe I should start with this thing called like the news of the week, right? But I also am I am um I'm I'm trying to find the right word. I, I feel that I just can't do the chaotic news every week, right? I can't. So a couple of things are happening this week in the news, right? Um, and and I can I can go down these stories and tell you what we might do here and what we're not going to do. And while I'm while I'm talking about that, stay stay close too because uh, David S. Gray, uh, new artist making a lot of noise, born in Mount Vernon, New York, grew up in Mississippi, now resides in the ATL slash Los Angeles. That means he's got a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. He'll be on the podcast later on. Um, once I get through, you know, uh, these first stories and news and chaos that's going on right now. Um, uh, first things first, uh, are we canceling Dave Chappelle? That's going to be a no slash hell no. I'm not canceling Dave Chappelle. So let me go ahead and move past that. Um, because I just got nothing else for that. I don't, I'm not canceling Dave Chappelle. I'm not. So we there, um, Tweet me, hashtag me, whatever you want to do, but I'm not jumping on a cancel Dave Chappelle train. Uh, Kanye's wearing a mask, and he also has probably one of the worst haircuts in black barbershop history. But I don't want to deal with that either. I don't. I, I don't. I, I really only. And here's the thing right now, man, with this hip hop study hall podcast. I really can't do a lot of reality news. I really feel like you can get the chaos on any podcast you tune into. And I feel like by the time we drop episodes on Friday that you've gotten your feel of that from TMZ and everybody else. What I will talk about with Kanye, though, is anything creative. That means fashion, technology, music. If Kanye's rocking with that, I feel like that's news that I want to touch. Except I might want to make this one exception. And this one exception is Kim Kardashian just had to pay Kanye $23 million to keep the house 20 million for the house and 3 million for the furniture inside in the words of Lil Duval the city boys are up 23 million we winning folks the city boys we are winning and 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 I know that's that's Ekin being petty but I couldn't let that one go man I couldn't let that one go you know how often that a man has to pay out here do you know how often and Kim Kardashian I mean she ain't broke by no means so I'm sure that 23 million didn't hurt her and I, but I do, I do, maybe I should have the law father on again to ask about this because I'm wondering why she really had to pay because she still got his kids. So why is she paying him to keep the house that her and the kids are going to be living in? That must be some crazy LA law. Uh, I, I guess I'll get to the bottom of that uh, uh, sooner or later. Um, another thing I want to address though, before we bring David S. Gray on is, uh, and shout out to my guy, Ben. Ben is the reason that anytime you see almost anything that, I put on video either on the DJ Eakin socials, uh, hip hop study hall socials. I care about me socials. Ben has probably been beside this behind the scenes, making it rock out. So big shout out to him. And Ben often sends me these gems that he wants me to address via our, our uh, TikTok platform or something else. Right. And, and the latest, the latest craze that I'm noticing online is there's always some guy or some girl that comes on either TikTok or Instagram or something and says, these are the three things that the record labels don't want you to know. We've been running this story for like 25, 30 years. Look, man, look, let me, let me right now give, give you the gems. Okay. 
And and you can do what you want to with this information, but what you will never say is that DJ Eakin didn't give you the exact facts. First of all, these people giving you the gems, they probably really don't know the gems. And from what I'm understanding now, seven out of the 10 people that you see online that claim to be experts that you're paying for these things, they really wasn't making the money till you started paying for these things. Like they weren't necessarily an expert. They put it out there and sold it to you. Then you start buying all these other things and that's how they really made their money. So you kind of got many scammed on the back end if that's a way to put it, right? So when, when, when Ben sent me this latest one, this guy was like, here's three things that the record company doesn't want you to know. Let's stop that today, okay? Because anything that you pretty much want to know now is at your fingertips. I mean, you're walking around with a computer in your pocket. You can pretty much Google it, right? And we have these stories that are out there. We have the TLC stories out there. We have the new edition stories out there. We've got the Michael Jackson stories out there, the Prince stories out there. We've even got stories of newer groups right now, all right? So so, so let me give you a couple of gems without you having to sign up for anything, all right? And you take this with you in anything that you're doing when it comes to anything entertainment business related, okay? The first thing is, don't sign anything. I Look, don't sign a deal on a napkin. Don't sign a blank piece of paper. Don't sign a 15 pieces of paper. Don't sign anything without your own attorney looking over it. And make sure that you have your own attorney. I ain't talking about you and the person you're making the deal with sharing the same attorney. Your own attorney, okay, that has your interest, your interest, your best interest, all right, when you're doing a deal, okay? And and and, and don't get it twisted. This ain't necessarily got to be top-tier attorney. This could really be your friend that knows law that maybe they might not, they might be fresh out of a law school, but they know entertainment law. They should be able to read a contract. And then don't be afraid to get somebody to check on them. I ain't saying don't do it, you know, but don't put your signature on anything that you don't understand. And don't let nobody force you into signing anything. Any Look, I'm going to say it again. That way you cannot say I didn't tell you. Sign. Don't sign anything. Anything. That you haven't had your attorney read over. I don't. If they tell you the deal is not going to happen if you don't sign now, then it wasn't a deal for you. OK, don't do it. Now, second thing I'm going to tell you. Do what you want to with this, but I honestly and truly, I live by this. Don't be afraid to follow up. Don't be afraid to be persistent because, and I can attest to this on both sides of it. Just because you just met me today or I just met you doesn't make you a priority. It just doesn't. And nine times out of 10, the people that you meet, they already got things going on because there's a reason that you are trying to get at them, right? So they probably got things already going on. You don't become number one in the line just because you just met them. So if you call them that first time and you shoot them an email that first time and they don't respond, give it a day or so. Hit them again. Like, I, I'm so crazy that I will send the same email again two days later. I'll just hit message, send again, and I will send it again. Not seven times in that one day, and I won't call seven times in that one day. But if you told me to call you, you're going to hear from me. So I'm saying to you, be persistent. Remember, it's your dream, right? It's, it's something that you want to do. So you have to take the lead on that. You have to be the one pushing the issue respectfully. All right. And rule number three that I live by, start learning to work with people that are even with you. A lot of people forget that one. 
I know what you're saying, Ekin. How can somebody even with me help me? This is how. Sometimes when you got somebody that's even with you, they can help you build the very thing that you're working on. And those ideas that you have, they start coming together. You don't believe me? Uh, Google Wu-Tang. I ain't saying they'd have some friends that was up there that they wound up getting to, but they all kind of work together. Think about it. Think about like, like I'm not even, I don't even know a whole lot about these dudes, but uh, YBN, uh, Namir, Corday, those dudes, the YBN dudes, they all found each other and linked up on the internet, right? They all kind of got together. They all were kind of even, right? Think about these stories that you hear. They all kind of work together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know. I'm just saying to you, sometimes the person right beside you, they could be the best person to work with. Like, like, like your friend that does graphics, right? That person probably going to give you a much better price than some high price dude that's already doing Rick Ross's album cover. You see that? And, and take those three gems with you. I ain't saying that's all the advice I'm ever going to give you, but take those three gems with you. Right. And, and, and stop clicking on and sending me all these things just because some person on it, you don't even know who that person is, but they always can tell you what a record label don't want you to do. Sometimes you should Google that person and see if they even in the business. You know, I don't know, man. Could be just be me, man. Let's get David Gray. David, that's Gray in here, man. And let's let's rock out with this, man. As Hip Hop Study Hall continues, man. It's, it's DJ Eakin. Uh, I, I think I think we got him, right? He He's coming in here now. I know. I'm, I'm all riled up now with these stories. I, I know. My bad, man. I'm, I'm going to calm it down, man. Let's get David S. Gray on. I, I told you I was going to have guests today, Jason. I told you, man. Uh, and look, he, he he finally found time to, to work us in. And he's working us in from the whip. I like that, man. Uh, from uh, Let me get this part right. From money earning Mount Vernon by way of growing up in Mississippi and now residing part-time in Atlanta and Los Angeles. My man, David S. Gray. What up, man? Welcome to the Hip Hop Study Hall podcast. Appreciate you taking the time. How are you? What's going on? Hey, look, man, look, look, hey, hey, look, man, look, this is my first time talking to you. You ain't have to just jump in with the flex with the double R headrest. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool, bro. Like, I'm cool. I love your story, man. But, you know, you just immediately going to jump in the pod with the flex, man. Uh, but I was, I was I was actually on my way home, man. I got these um, these movie theater people over there, man. They been bugging me all day. So okay. I was just heading back home. Me and my, my brothers just got done eating. Okay, well, well, while we on that story, before we, be, uh, I will go back and get more of the David S. Gray story. But since you got me here, right, um, movie theater people at your house, are they working on the crib, installing a movie theater, or are you? Is it another project that you have in the works? No, they just fixing my um. They just fixing my movie theater. You, you hear the flex? You hear the flex, Jason? My producer, Jason, is listening to the flex, to the subtle flex that, that you just hit us with. Working on your movie theater. All right, man. Look, I I appreciate you being here, man. Um, First off, um, I, I want to get this out of the way because did some research on you, have listened to the music, and you describe yourself as a cross between Jason Derulo and mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Now, this is you describing yourself. How did you come to that? Well, I, I kind of let the people do it, man. Like sometimes, you know, uh, I, I had went to a couple of record labels and and um and just a couple of people, man, and you know, played them records. You know how that go, right? You know, playing those like, man, uh, you got like a, you know, your dancing is more like you know Jason Rulo, and your voice is more like a like a soft Justin Bieber. 
And so I kind of like let them give me that. Like, it's not something that I woke up like, man, I sound like Justin. Right. No, I just, you know, it's just something that they gave me. You know, it just, you know, a lot of people just was just telling me that, like, man, you you got kind of like that soft, you know, Justin type of, oh, you the black Justin Bieber. You know what I'm saying? So I just let them, you know, say that. And and then, you know, it just got, I just got accustomed to it. Like, like, dang, you know what? Maybe I do sound like him a little bit. Right. So, yeah. And I ain't necessarily <laughs> saying that like it's in a bad place because like I said, I mean, no, 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 it, no. With, with the way that it seems like you think and what I, the, the things that I, that I know about you, right? I would say we got that in common. You don't need to think small, right? And it ain't like them two yeah. dudes haven't done a lot of a lot of great things in their career. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at, you know, some of the records that you that you've put out here, like Talk To Me Nice, Found Love, Leave The Trap, right? Just to name a few of your titles. And you do seem to be able to move around in quite a few different spaces. Like how... How did you come about that? I mean, you know, and first off, let's not forget that. Is it true that you fell in love with music at like around the age of 13? Man, shoot, right earlier than that, but that's when I started like really, really loving it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I can, I got a different sound. I need to, you know, perfect my sound. And um, I mean, I was writing at the age of 13, uh, at the age of 13. Like I was writing big records at the age of 13. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just me, just, you know, you know, researching and, and listening to, you know, all these cats, all these older cats, you know, kind of gave me like the old wordplay, but kind of like just bring it into the new era. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I, yeah, so the 13 was my, was my proud year of, of me um really getting in tune with music and then knowing that I can, I can write these big records. When you when you look at the records that you when you look at the records that you write right like like let's take found found love right and then you look mm-hmm. at the difference in that and say a record like leave leave the trap does this let's how would I put this you know a lot of times when artists and I, like I said I'm, I'm sure you're a student of this game right they kind of come out with this sound and you mm-hmm. seem to be able to move around in the spaces do you think that that has helped you a lot when it comes to you know like people noticing you or does it do you think sometimes it kind of makes you have to work a little different because people don't know exactly where to put you. Well, um, I just, I just want, you know, I just want to give credit to, you know, the guys that uh, did it before me. Cause right. you know what I'm saying? You got, you got to show them respect. So I just think now with the music now, it's, it's easier, you know what I'm saying? For me to jump around and do what I want to do because you know, now it's more, it's more, it's better acceptance now. You know what I'm saying? Because I can be on my Drake stuff for like a whole week. You know what I'm saying? In the fan base that I have, they love it. You know what I'm saying? Or I can be on my Ed Sherrington stuff, you know what I'm saying? After that for like a week and they love it. You know what I'm saying? Then I can be on, you know what I'm saying? The Leader Trap. See, Leader Trap is not like a trap record. It's just called Leader Trap. Leader Trap is like a song, like, you know, for any African-American or just anybody that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was just explaining to the people, you know, work your wrist until you leave your trap that you work at. You know, us as African-Americans, we just have a certain word for a trap. I mean, for, for a job. Like, right. your job, like, right now, you at your trap right now. That's right. what we would say. You at the trap. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, that's just another word for job. And I just use it because, of course, I'm African-American. So, I use it in in a sense, in the, in, in, the, in the terms of you know, it doesn't matter if you work at Zoe's Kitchen, if you work at McDonald's, Starbucks, Burger King, like work your wrist until you become the boss. That that was my whole 
um, objective. That was my whole um, plan with the song. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing about dope or none, none of that type of stuff. It was about, so people started catching, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's talking about, oh, I'm a garbage. I'm a, like this guy. I mean, I get it every single day, man, in my DM or on my Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like people send me videos like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm like this one garbage uh, guy here. He's a garbage truck uh, guy. Right. And, um, he was on the back of the truck listening to the song. They had this like this little speaker. Like, I don't even want to say because he might lose his job having to speak on the back of the garbage truck. So, so I had this, they had this speaker on the back of the garbage truck and he was just like, you know, he was working his wrist like, hey, Dave, man, I'm working my wrist. So I leave, you know what I'm saying? So I, I leave, you know what I'm saying? So a month later, he became the manager. Dope. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like, man, like the stuff that you were saying in that song, man, it kind of like made me go harder, man. I, he said, I'm a, I just wanted to tell you, like, I don't want to bother you or nothing, because I know you get, like, a lot of stuff every day, but I just want to tell you that, like, I'm a manager now at, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm a manager of the, of the you know, of the, the garbage thing, whatever, he, you know, he's a manager. He was like, I, I moved up to management. Right. So I was just like, so I reached out back to him. I said, man, that's dope, man. Like, and he was just so happy. I reached back out to him. So stuff like that. All, all of my songs, if you listen to them, every single song, even the Little Trap song, it's a message. And it's a, and it's a story. Right. So I'm just a storyteller. Now, I you think, know what I'm saying? For- I, I really think that's dope too, man. And and that's one of the things that I really want, like the messaging to come across with this podcast is like, and, and you just told a dope story, right? This dude is a garbage, garbage man, but it don't make yeah. his life any less valuable than somebody with a microphone. And it's really dope yeah. that he's doing like the right thing and working and whatever. And now kind of inspired by you, but enjoying your music at the same time. Next thing you know, yeah. he got a promotion in what he's doing. One of the yeah. things, one of the things I watch you pushing, and and, and, and I, this is kind of a dope segue to me, is you push ownership a lot in the in the in the, in the stuff you talk about. You push moving mm-hmm. up and being the boss. How important is that to you when you talk to people or the people that you inspire, or even in the work that you're doing as a musician and the other things that you're into? Well, you know, me and my team, man. I tell people all the time, me and my brother, me and my team. You know, we got a good team. Um, behind us and beside us and, and you know and that's just what we push man we just push ownership you know what I'm saying like it doesn't matter you know what's going on and, and then we don't man we talk to Chinese kids every day man we wow. talk to white kids every day we talk to Mexican kids every day they hit me and my brother up every day like cause he has a following too so like we like we'll pick like maybe five or six teenagers or kids out of that hundred and something people that hit us up all the time and we'll talk to them we'll be like hey like okay are you in school they're like yeah you know or are you doing this they're like yeah and then we'll just give them some game like probably like five or like five months ago probably like five months ago we had this one kid that was getting bullied you know what i'm saying in school you know what i'm saying he just kept on calling me on the on the on the instagram video thing i was saying like, who is this guy who is this person keep calling me but all he wanted me to do is give him some advice of what he should do with the bullying. You know what I'm saying? So I gave him some cold advice. And probably like two weeks later, his mom, his mom got on the thing. You know what I'm saying? And she was, she was talking. She was like, oh, she was crying. She was like, oh my God. Like, thank you so much. Like, like, you know, um, my, my son Xavier said that you talked to him and da, 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 and I really helped this kid with the bullying because I, I know how it was because I was bullied when I was in school, when I was you know what I'm saying? Just coming into school, but I got tougher, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I handled it the right way. So I right. told him how to handle it. And he came to me two weeks later and was like, man, that, that, um, that really worked, man. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? So 
we we talk to kids and we talk to people all the time and we you know what i'm saying we we you know what i'm saying we empower people man and we tell people about all the things that that you know that made me big and made me successful you know real estate and just saving your money and you know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. You know, all this stuff is, is trophies, cars, you know, if you watch collector, car collector, you know, whatever you are, you know, if you can afford those things, it's a trophy. And it's a, a it's a reminder when you wake up, you know what I'm saying? How hard you're working, you right. know what I'm saying? But people go overboard. People want to go spend all their money on that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I just tell people how to spend it gradually. I tell people how to spend it, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's just, um, you know, it's, 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 it's like we help, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's just, you know, um, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Did I, did I lose? Okay. Did I lose David? I think, I think I lost the signal. Um, I still got your voice. I'm, I'm missing the, the video portion of you. Let me see. Okay. There you go. Oh, there so, you, go. you know, we just, man, we just, that's why we so blessed, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people thinking I'll be flexing and stunting and stuff. Like, nah, man, like we help people every day, man. Just like I was doing in my inter- uh, interview, man, we donate, you know, 5,500 turkeys a year every Thanksgiving. We just, you know, we just, I just sent it off so the turkeys can be here on time this year. Wow. For the kids, so for the families who can't eat, we donate $10,000 to the kids that can't get Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And they asked the, um, say my name on the radio station all the time, but I'm like, nah, I don't want nobody to know. I, I, that's not a blessing to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't broadcast blessings. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's given to me in a certain type of manner. And then I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I throw it back in, I throw it back into the world the way, where it's supposed to be. Speaking of that part of your life, right. And, and, and talking about, you know, these gems that you, that you've been able to, to pass on to the younger generation via social media, that sort of thing. Do you think that, the OG is missing nowadays. Like the way that we had it back in the day. Like I'm, I'm like a nineties kid, right? I had like, I'm like a kid that I'm like that kid that all the OGs to me, they all be like, don't you got a baseball game? And they'd be like, yo bro, go to practice. You know what I'm saying? Like I would stop on the block. Yeah. They throw the ball with me for a second. They'd be like, bro, practice, man. They ain't want me on the block with them messing around. They did what they did or whatever, you know, and they always, but they always seem to want to steer those of us who were, who they felt like had a chance they always seem mm-hmm. to like want to steer us. And to me, it seems like nowadays, and I ain't saying everybody and I ain't throwing this out there like, like we don't have no OGs. But it often yeah. seems like, especially in the world of social media, right? A lot of the OGs or that the dudes that should be OGs, and I'll say more so dudes than females because that's that to me was a lot of my OGs, right? Mm-hmm. They doing a lot more trying to compete with what these young dudes doing instead of like giving them game per se. Now, and, I, think- and I don't know if you found that. I just want to get your thoughts on that. No, I, I did. I did. I did. See, that's what we doing. We we bringing the OG swag back. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to lie. Like social media is making it hard for it, it is making it hard for OGs to to, to 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 talk to these guys because they got they got social media to, to deal with. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't have social media super back then. So, you know, we, we you know, so that's what me and my brother and my team is doing. Like we, we, you know what I'm saying? Like right now we're working on this kid right now. We finished, you know, we sending him to college, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, not just because he's just this amazing basketball player, but you know what I'm saying? He has a, he has a chance to, you know what I'm saying? Like to get back in it again. And and he got a second chance and we gave him the second chance to feed his family. Like he got a lot of people to feed, you know what I'm saying? And that's with me, it was 10 brothers and sisters. But we didn't have no, my dad passed away when I was young. So we didn't have no, 
Um, my mom instantly had to get three or four jobs just to take care of 10 children. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we didn't have that. I didn't have that super duper support that I, that I needed in basketball because that was my first love. I was supposed to go all the way in basketball, but I didn't have the support. And I'm one of those support type of guys. Right. So, you know, it's just um, so we sent him, you know, giving him a second chance, getting him on through there. You know, I'm hooking him up with all my little NBA you know, guys that I know in the NBA and coaches and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Ain't really getting his mind right, got him a tutor and, you know what I'm saying, getting him, you know, educated and, and, and letting him know, you know what I'm saying, about, you know, there's, there's snakes in this business and, you know, just getting him, you know, get, getting him good. So my my home, my house that I bought in Atlanta has an indoor NBA gym in it. So I'm about to turn my whole house and my whole property uh, a compound for the NBA. For wow. young kids, for young kids that's coming out of college, going to the NBA and the high school kids that's going from the high school into college and, and just giving them game like, you know, giving them like a luxury little, you know, uh, you know, basketball camp so they can so they can come learn and see and experience all of this stuff before they get to the NBA. Like you don't got to go buy this car. Right. You know, what I'm saying you already experienced it at the, at the David Gray basketball camp. You know, what I'm saying the dream makers. Basketball. You don't need to do none of this stuff. Right. Get in there, save your money, invest in this, invest in that, invest, you know what I'm saying? Like, so man, we got so much stuff going on for the for the youth and and just people and just, you know, helping one, you know, black kid at a time, man. You know what I'm saying? And really any kid, any kid that cause we don't really want to put we don't put no, you know, no, no jacket on nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is, whatever kid need help, you know what I'm saying, we're gonna help them. But I tend to see that most African-American children need help. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're definitely going to help our people. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, other kids need help too. Your door isn't closed. Your door isn't closed to if you can help other people is what you're saying. And, yeah, and, if and I can I totally help other people. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, no, oh, we're just a black owned, black business. But no, nah, man, because see, that's what happens. All this Black Lives Matter stuff. Like, man, so much stuff going on in the world, man. It, 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 it should be, the, the Mexicans got it really the worst. <laughs> no, it's, it's, right about it's a, now, it's a pretty rough time out here. Let me yeah. let me let me take you here because I, I I heard this story about you too. And what I liked about this story was was the honesty. And I think that we need more of this. And I I want to know like what made you to go this route. And the story that I got was that an, an artist talked to you about investing in him, and you mm-hmm. you looked at him and you told him he was like, bro, like it's just really not that good. And you kind of gave him advice on going to work on his craft. How mm-hmm. important is it to be honest with the next set of creatives to you? Because to me, it's super, it's super important because I feel like this. We should be past the days of hearing the TLC stories. We should yeah. be. And, and by that, I mean, right. TLC, there was so much money being around them. It's no way that they should have ever been struggling. But because they weren't mentored right in the beginning, people were just on a money grab. Even Pebbles, that I say to this day, if she would have just, she was a woman, if she would have guided those other women right, signed the proper paperwork, there was more than enough money where those girls should have been set up even when it was pretty much done, right? So that that that's my problem with that story. But the thing I liked about this, this story that I heard about you right here was was the honesty. And not not having to kick his dream in the, in the ground, but how important was it to you that you should start with the honesty first of that he might not be good enough to be in this space right now. Well, um, and is the story true? Is the story? I just, I, I got it. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. I want to make, you know, cause sometimes and I check like, on him. I check on him uh, uh, daily cause he really talented. 
But, you know, I am, I be trying to tell people like, man, listen, none of this stuff impresses me. I don't care about nothing. None of that. None of this stuff. I am a music connoisseur. You can never trick me with music. Like never. Like I do big records. I do small records. I do medium records. I do records for people. I just wrote a, a record for Bruno Mars and they, they, they really, really thinking about using it for his next album. Not to mention, you know let's throw in this fact, 60,000 songs get loaded up to Spotify per day. Let's throw in that yeah. fact as well. So you got to get, you got to figure out how to even get yourself through that. So you just can't, yeah. be, to me, keep throwing up mediocre stuff, but, but go ahead with, with your, with your part of the story. So, you know, I'll, you know, and I believed in him, but he reminded me of when I was coming to, you know what I'm saying? I was coming up too. Cause when I first started, like I, I didn't, I didn't know how to format a song. You know what I'm saying? I just would like, my shit was sounding like all the melody through the whole song. It was just a, a flat minor, a B flat minor. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, and then once I learned how to structure it, like the hook, the pre-hook, the verse, the the bridge, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then the melody, certain it's different melodies. So I, I, when I heard this song, I said, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? You got to do this, you got to do that. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, for the, and second of all, these verses, are, this is, it's not good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not talking about nothing, man. Like, you, you, you're not telling no story. You're not, like, you're not doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, he he did it, revamped it around. I'm proud of him, and now he's you know now he's now he he, he now he's at level two. That's you dope. know what I'm saying? When he I told him once he get to level, um, once he get to level four, level five, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna sign him. I'm gonna put some money in his pocket, and you know it's it, it and the rest is history. That's dope. And right he's there. getting there. You know what I'm saying? So, but I need just need him to learn about who I am. Because right. I can't, like, you can't be up under me, and I'm writing all these big records, and you come and you just throwing up anything. It don't work like that. I don't right. care about none of that stuff. I don't care about no money. I don't care about nothing. If you can't give me the records to put out here, and that's gonna match what I got going on, right? No, no, no. My name is everything. I think people forget too that everybody started somewhere too. Because I, 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 I yeah. got the the Fifty Cent story. Fifty will tell you, like, you know, he was just writing rhymes, and then he got with Jam mm -hmm. Master J, and Jam Master J taught him song structure, like, yo, this many bars, this many bars is a hook. You understand what I'm saying? And once he started to understand that, because he said, I, I could just rap for days. I would just have thirty two mm -hmm. bar verses, thirty six bar verses, like I was just rhyming. But Jay yep. taught him song structure, and I, I think that's a big deal to the fact that you you've taken time to. Uh, you know, to, mm -hmm. to give that lesson along, you know, along with, you know, what could be next. Yeah. So what's next for David Gray, man? Like, what do you have next uh, coming up? Um, Shoot, man, we just, shoot, man, we just been rehearsing. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple of uh, festivals coming up, man. And like, we just been, shoot, man, with this band. Like, we really finna take, take this, um, really finna take this band and, and take this music to a whole nother level, man. This, we just put the show together, man. It is crazy. I, I tell people uh, I feel sorry for whoever got to perform after me <laughs> because this this right here right man this this is just this, this is just not fair like not well, fair man so I'm, I'm looking forward just, to it that's just my team like we just my team man we just work so hard and um and you know you know I'm nothing without the team man and we just you know we just bounce off of each other man we don't you know been through some ups and downs and 
and and man, this this has been a man. This has been a crazy up and down road, man. I, Getting I on that road, you know what I'm saying. Having your own tour bus, you know, um, you know, taking care of everybody and 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 making sure everybody's straight, and and then messing with the music and you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. It's like, man, this man, independent. And I'm independent, right? I'm super independent. So a lot of independent artists, man, they just don't understand, man. They just don't know. They think that I just came out of nowhere, man. I've been doing this. I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just, just was like, man, I just had enough. Like I'm about to go all the way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So once I went all the way, you know what I'm saying? I was like, shoot, man, like, this is what God want me to do. Nothing wrong you know with what I'm that. saying? So, you know, it just felt so good and it felt so amazing. And I just, now here I am now, man. I, I know you like mentioned that. too that that you're working on some big records. Are you are you are you work in the studio working with some other artists? Are you writing for some artists, producing for some artists, or you just submitting records? Like what's going on with that? Um, I'm, I'm uh, just did the Bruno joint. Um, uh, just um Cody Simpson coming back with some with some with some heat, man. He 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 uh he he revamped this whole situation, and I might have his single too. I just wrote it wrote a crazy mean country song for him. Um, so man, I'm just shoot, I'm just working, man, and then working on my own stuff too. Right. So but it's it's very, very hard work, man. I tell I, you that. Believe me, I, I know that part. Hard any, work. Any anybody that you're not working with that you aspire to work with, like as you keep growing this David 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 Gray brand? Somebody that I'm inspired to work that you, with. That you that you aspire to work with. That you you know like I know you you from reading about you and, and you know just doing some research on you. Like you're a big fan of the weekend, Chris Brown, Ed Sheeran, mm-hmm. their work and stuff like that. Are these the are these the artists that you aspire to work with at some point in your career? Of course. Or, you know that's what mm-hmm. I was asking. Like who who who's on that list? Like um, give me five people on that list. Let's see, definitely weekend. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Uh, Charlie Pluth, um, Chris Brown, and um, um, Summer Walker. I like Summer. Man, ain't no rappers on that list. No rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do. I don't do. I do not deal with the rap stuff, man. I mean, I I know them guys be coming to my house playing basketball and stuff, but right, like I just don't. You know, I just, you know, I, I just, I just, uh, I just like, I just like what I like. Right. And, 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 bro, you know what, you know, yeah. man, it's it's really nothing wrong with that, man. And I, I appreciate the transparency and the honesty of this interview, man. Do me a favor, though, before you get out of here, because you're, you're a lot like me, too. I, we definitely have this in common that the next generation of creatives especially really matter to me like a lot. And I, I know that next generation matters to you. So if mm-hmm. there was a piece of advice that, you know, you could give to them, what would it be? Um, I mean, shoot, man. I mean, just, you know, just don't give up, man. Cause you know, I almost gave up, you know what I'm saying? And I, I just kept on looking at that light on the other side of that tunnel, man. I just was like, man, I want to get there. And, you know, just, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, I be wanting people to understand that it's just go in it knowing that you're going to fail. Cause you're going to fail. Like, I don't care what you got going on. You can have a billion dollars. I know somebody right now. I know a guy right now with about six hundred million. <laughs> my my boy in my boy in in, in uh, Beverly Hills, man. He got all the money. 
Right. His his little son want to do music, whatever, but he just don't got it. Like he invests in all type of money. It like you're gonna keep falling. It doesn't matter what you got going on. You could be the prince. You going to fail because that's just how it's designed. It's designed to make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter what's going on, man. Just keep going, man. You're you're, you're going to make. <laughs> if you keep going, right, you're gonna make it. But if you stop. Oh, you just got to start back over again. It's not like you're not going to make it, but you're going to start back over again. And then and then you're going to start over again, start, then you're going to be 35, and then you're going to be 40. And then you're gonna, you just you just keep on, because that time ain't going, I mean, the, your age and all, that shit is, is going to keep going. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to keep going, man, because if you keep going, you're going to make it. I promise you, I'm a living example. I just kept on going. And now, now I got every label in the world calling me, every single one of them. They all call me every day. <laughs> every single day i appreciate that so, advice man where, where can they find you at on social media um the real david s gray that's with an a t-h-a um and the same thing for all the all the social media man same thing the real david s gray I so, pre- yeah, I, I appreciate you taking the time man my man david s gray man uh the single that's out right now which one is it which one which one of the singles is out right now something just got uh, released Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice. Okay, yeah, I was I, I got the three records right here in front of me. I'm like, yeah, but talk to me nice. Talk the single nice. that you're pushing right now, and you'll be back on the road soon, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Doing a, doing Come and do the whole West Coast, and then we're gonna do the we're gonna we're gonna do the West Coast, and we're gonna do the East. We're gonna do the East again. Oh, well, <laughs> until until it sticks in their head. Right. Looking forward to that, man. I appreciate you stopping through and taking the time, man. My man, David S. Gray, new music out there. Talk to me nice, man. And and we got to keep in touch, man, because I like a lot about what yeah. you're doing, man. And I, I see some synergy. So hopefully we can get involved in some things, man. But again, I appreciate you and your team taking the time, man. David S. Gray, man. Thank yes, you. Sir. I appreciate it, man. Talk soon. Appreciate you, man. Hey, man, new single out is called Talk To Be Nice, as discussed here on the Hip Hop Study Hall podcast, man. That's going to do it for your man, DJ Eakin, for my entire family here. Uh, Jason from Radio Influence, who is happy that I'm nice and early and on time these days because that's just how my life is set up, man. (laughs) Check us out, man, wherever you get your podcast fixed, all right? And on YouTube, don't forget, like, subscribe, all that stuff that Ben tells me to do, all right? We gone, man, the Hip Hop Study Hall podcast. I am DJ Eakin. Ah, holla.